Demipia is a world filled with horrors and darkness. Its people enact torments against each other, and foul creatures lurk beneath the earth. This tale contains subjects some may find distressing. You have been warned. Previously. You hear a scream from outside in the street. So you, you all pile out of the waterfront inn, and there's a, a 14-year-old girl screaming, and she's she looks like an urchin. She was picking through a pile of snowy rubbish, and she uncovered a corpse of somebody. The door opens, and a very finely dressed man comes in, wearing like a ruff and a, and a sort of nice coat and some frilled pantaloons. He wanders about and then spies Anastasia and comes up to you and says, my lady, I, I, I have a message for you. Okay, there's some news, guys. Um, we have a lot less time to do this investigation <laughs> than we anticipated. We really need to kind of um, figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> How imminently. And uh, we have um, been requested to um, breath widen the breadth of our investigations because there are some um, dead people missing their hearts. How many days we got? Three. While you're talking in the pub, the door opens and a very finely dressed man comes in. He's wearing a nice fancy shirt and some flared trousers and a wide brim hat. And he looks around and inspires Anastasia. Excuse me, my lady, I have a message for you. I might have to split off because I've been invited to a party. So going back into the slaughterhouse, there's a big crowd gathered and uh, there's one of these preachers uh, stood on a crate shouting and people are sort of ba basically just taking the piss you will all see she will come soon she will be with us soon the darkness it comes it will come to envelop us all the glorious darkness when she rises rises from the deep it will be so wonderful you shall all see her divine majesty i'll just lit okay i'll literally get the quarterstaff and push him off his box and he goes ah and falls backwards <laughs> off his crate and uh, whacks his head on the ground after a little while he comes round. We six. should get going. Oh, So you go back into the, the water side and Marguerite's like, oh, back again. Good. It's our favourite inn. I'm, I'm very glad to hear it. We do try. Has there been any news? Well, I heard there was a big fire in Slaughterhouse. Like, a, almost a whole street burnt down. Never. Oh, wow. <laughs> you should. Like, you hold my hand in the corner. It's just dreadful. I don't know. I you know, God knows what started it. But... Did anyone die? That sounds awful. Uh, nobody died, but lots of people's homes were burnt down. Yeah, that's, that's quite bad, isn't it? Yes, I mean, if they can't find anywhere to go, you know, they'll have to, I guess, go to the sludge. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Have you ever been to the sludge? Me? No, God, no. Why, why would I want to go there? I don't know. Disgusting place. What happens there? In summer, you can smell it. It's dreadful. You can smell it from the slips. It's awful. What do you think about that woman campaigning for the sludge and stuff? I, I think she's a busybody and, and you know, just leave, leave them to live out their wretched lives. You're very nice tonight, Marguerite. 
Well, well thank you. <laughs> Can I grab Goresh and drag him upstairs? You look a little, a little bit singed around the face. Yeah, a bit crispy. Yeah. Mm. And How then... much is a room? Uh, a whole room. Well, I suppose eight silver pieces. I take a room. Having a room on your own means no one can watch when you sleep. Now, now I don't know what you're into, but I don't want to hear any more of it. I who, who of you is having food? Me. Me. Okay, I'll get food for you. To Mali G, you're leaving me on my own, yeah? Malagri doesn't respond. So what? Like, can I, can I bunk with three strangers? I'm not paying more than two silver pieces. Yes. Thanks, Marguerite. Do they use three need rooms? We'll get our own room. The four of you slept together yeah, last time, though. The, the rooms have four beds. You decided, all of you, that you didn't want to sleep with those two. So you guys are child murderers. Exactly. I assumed nothing had changed. Oh. Yeah. I just didn't think that after a day, and I'm a bit more crazy, that you now want to sleep in the same Wait, room. I always forgave you because you're nuts. All right. <laughs> Do you want to pay for the other three beds in the room? I said I forgave you, not, not, <laughs> not I liked you. <laughs> I'm just limit with some nondescripts. I don't mind sharing because yeah. the other's going to be out anyway. Do you want to pay the extra or are you happy to chill with two randoms? You should definitely get your own room. Mm, yeah, I'm paying extra, mate. All right, pay extra. Yeah, you might get murdered in your sleep. I guess a lot are going to get dressed in our blood rags. Okay, so we go up through our room and we get ready. And we're ready now. So it takes you a little while because there's a lot to do. You're coming as, like, my handmaid, aren't you? Yeah, sure. How are you dressed now? And you two, Adai, how are you both? Oh, what what do you? Wearing... What are your clothes like in general? I'm wearing leather armor. <laughs> but you're wearing like road clothes. They're like yeah, I'm armor. wearing like plain like travellers clothes okay. and studded leather armor. Do you have anything nicer than the two of you? <laughs> I have a costume. You probably don't wear armor to like a yeah. nice invitation in a noble estate. Oh, you've got lots of jewellery, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't have any, like, dresses or anything, though. I was just thinking, because like, it was sort of decided that those three would go and us three would just, like, stay at the inn or something. Like, mm -hmm. could we pass as bodyguards or something? Actum and Goresh certainly could pass as bodyguards. But you're a fucking black... <laughs> let, be, let, me, <laughs> let me be a black... Yeah. Yeah. You, you could, like, I mean, like, you could, you know, like, Dorlia sometimes hang out with people because they're curious i don't know it's unlikely that you would be a servant but you could yeah. be like uh, visiting you could Isaac? you could be friends you know i don't know yeah i was just trying to sort of avoid splitting the party because otherwise mm. we're just gonna three of us are gonna sit there doing nothing mm. see yourself i'm going to the wink and tumble mate like we haven't the thing that sort of struck me the other day as i was thinking about it is we haven't actually investigated anywhere at night at all yeah. yet yeah. and everything that is occurring is probably That's happening true. at night, it's fair to assume. So I don't know if it would be just worth us as a three, but obviously that is just then as a three, if we stumble across them, yeah, right. there are just three of us. Get mm. <laughs> but I suppose we're the three of the, the three heftier of the group. There, so there, there are, I suppose, two things that I want to do is A, go to Sludge and B, go somewhere at night. Mm. To combine those two together right now could be maybe more dangerous than... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Don't go to the Sludge tonight. We can do that tomorrow. One or the other is something Why that I'd like to do. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like we will die. Seems... But then also, we've got to do it at some point. We can't not go to the Sludge. But, like, all night. of us, you know? Oh, yeah, I don't mean those three, yeah. Maybe we should just try and do loads of stuff. <laughs> tonight, like, what are our leads? Like, the guy whose house we blew up is dead and he didn't have any friends. We've got his brains, though. But we know that he's like... <laughs> you do have a lot of brains in jars. <laughs> Which we're like, it's like, what do we do with them? And then we know that there's some other shit going on where people are ripping out hearts, and then we know that there's some weird mythical stuff, but we don't really understand it. 
Maybe go scout out the, woman, the dogs. The woman who We've not spoke to her the yet. charity woman. Eleanor Various. I reckon Eleanor speak Varys. to her. <laughs> Are we gonna have to go to the slice to find her? But I suppose no, she's, she's not gonna rich. be there. She's, she's from the monument. She's not gonna be like doing her mm. good work and Monolith. Um, but actually, you don't know. I think maybe you guys should either like scout out the, the slips for a bit, or scout out the blessed lady dogs and see if you see anything. Could we, like, call on Eleanor Varys before going to the party? <laughs> I'm not particularly comfortable in doing much at night with three people mm. rather than six. Oh, I I think it was fine. You think like, it'd be fine? Yeah, just a little wandering. Wonder, find T-Bar, he can kill us all. <sighs> just want to meet a few Me ladies of the night, you know? How did, who, who did we hear about Eleanor Varius from? Uh, you just, well, you've been hearing it, hearing it around. You've been hearing that she's been making a nuisance of herself in the sort of like the, the higher up of society by bothering people trying to get them to trying to get them to give like money to money to help you know the the awful wretches that live in the sludge you know the the yeah. disgusting disease ridden underclasses ooh, i just want to like ask someone where she lives ask marguerite hello marguerite hello I just wondered if you had heard of uh, Eleanor Varius. oh if, yes of course i've heard of Eleanor Varius. busybody yeah everyone seems to be annoyed at her now uh, she's just bothering herself with things that probably aren't her concern, and she should leave everyone alone. I mean, I I sympathise with her with her cause, but I um, I've got my own things to worry about, running this inn, feeding you all. I know, and we're very grateful. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> um, I wondered if you knew where we might find her. Sorry, dear, I don't know. Oh well, never mind. Um, I don't suppose you know anyone who does know her or knows where to find her. I, I, I don't. I'm afraid. I, I try and you know stay away from that sort of thing. Of course. What's I think you should um check out the docks. Oh, uh, I'll do docks. some docking. Well, you guys are for docking. Well, it's it's about half six now. Mm. Everyone's sort of getting ready. Mm. Do you want to go after the docks now? Or do you want to wait until that they've gone off to... A bit early, isn't it? We might get a bit cold. Okay. I don't think we'll be much happening at half six. People are still on their way home from work. But you could still continue the other investigations that we're trying to do, like find out where Navaris lives, Ooh, yeah. find other people, do stuff, I don't know. Okay, so the three of you that aren't going to the Von Roth estate, what would you like to do? You're going to go to the docks? Do you want to try and find Eleanor Varius? Do you want to do something else? I suppose there's still time now to try and find Eleanor Varius. Yeah. If you want yeah. to do it. And then why are we trying to... I just thought there might be a lead. <laughs> no, I know, but like, like, what are we going to do when we find her? Yeah. Ask her some questions. Give her some money so that it seems like you care about the cause. Ask, Ask her, her if she likes ducking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, but like what 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 she's doing, why she's doing it, okay. how can we help? Have you got have you got any events in the sludge that we could attend? Like if, if she's as big a, as big a busybody as everybody says, she might know loads of gossip, and she yeah. might mm. be desperate to share, get it off her okay. chest. Yeah, especially if you're holding gun to her head. <laughs> I was gonna say also, if we I'll offer her tea, her. but you yeah. know, oh, <laughs> you've got that got. <laughs> All right, are we are we ready then? Ready to roll? Uh, yeah. Uh, how far is this place from where we are? Uh, uh, not far. 20 minutes. Okay, so we'll... Less than that. You guys head off and we can maybe not have to set off now. But... Yeah. It will yeah. probably take you a bit longer to get ready. So you guys can leave before we're ready. Pretty okay. ourselves up. Let us try and find Eleanor... Varys. Varys. 
Nice try, Has anyone heard of Eleanor Valarius? No, you're still shouting in the streets! Oh fuck, do I have to go with him? At the moment, you're still in the inn. There isn't anybody else around, it's just, like, you. And Marguerite goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dear. I've already told your friend. Your woman friend that um <laughs> uh, we I don't know where she is. Oh, somebody else might know, but I don't. I'm gonna have to wrap him in a sack. <laughs> yeah, don't sack me. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be super annoying then. So would you like to go out into the streets yeah, and right. and then yell in the streets? Anyone's in there? Malachi, do you want to ditch him? <laughs> I'm naturally minus one on investigation due to my lack of intelligence. So if, if one of you two would like to roll to try and investigate this situation. I'm not any more clever than you, pal. Are we just asking people on the street? Are we going somewhere first, like towards the monolith? Or? I guess we're just rolling generally to investigate. I mean, like, if, are we going to the Blessed Lady Dose before we start doing anything? Or are, you gonna, are we going to walk and talk? Well, we need to find out where she is and go to her first, and then we could, I was, we could go to the I docks see. after, like, yep. later in the yep. night. I'm with you. Yeah, um, but, but we don't know where she is. Wink and tumble. She could be there. She could be there. I thought just run to investigate included, searching around, asking people. Yeah, but that would be in the immediate vicinity outside the dock, outside our pub. You could spend some time wandering around asking people. If you want to wander around the slips and ask people, but it might be easier to go somewhere else, you don't know. She's more likely to be in, like, Rat Ketchetin or the Monolith or something than... Yeah. yeah. Like this. Are there any the slips? charitable guilds <laughs> that exist? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are no charitable yeah, guilds. I don't know, there's like, you know, like a soup kitchen or something. There is not a soup kitchen. Yeah, I'm not figuring to Red Catchton. I think we should go to like Monolith. a richer part of town. Yeah, Monolith. Yeah. Yeah. Roll to investigate Monolith. Okay, so you go go out of the slips and you cross Hangman's Bridge and the the quickest way to get to the Monolith is through the docks. So you start walking through the docks. Um, everything's sort of getting packed up. There's no more work going on on the ships. People are getting, people are starting to get pissed. They're like wandering in and out of pubs. There's like, a, uh, there's like, there seems to be like a couple of groups of like people that aren't pissed wandering about with like weapons and wearing armor. And they sort of look at you as you wander, as as you wander past, but don't, don't bother you. How many armed people are there? Okay, so uh, you you see two separate groups of six. Oh, that's a significant group of people. Um, well, I'm wondering if they're kind of like informal militia because they mm. were the murders. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah. Mm. yeah. Just they suspect us. Of... Well, we are a bit dodgy. Aren't we? Yeah, a bit, a little bit dodge. <laughs> Tiny flecks of dodginess. So um, then you go to you go up to the ascendant bridge in the monolith, and there are some guards, some like actual watch guards, uh, like stood there with halberds, and they see you coming, and one of them says, "Stop! What are you here for?" Uh, we are looking for the Lady Eleanor Varius. Uh, she doesn't live here. She lives in Ratcatcherton. Cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on our way then. To <laughs> 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 Ratcatcherton. Like, I feel like we could, we could talk more, but I also don't want to get into a situation where I'm encouraging Garesh to like say anything <laughs> at all. No. So if we can keep his interaction with any other character to a minimum, <laughs> then... Gresh agrees that for now, speaking to guards should be not of one of his priorities. Okay, that's I'm good. I'm glad, I'm glad, Gresh. He's got some words for Eleanor Varys, though. So you cross the Bridge of Coins into, into Ratcatcherton. Ratcatcherton is always usually quite a busy place because there's always people trying to sell stuff. 
and so there's there's still like stalls open even though you know it's getting late uh, and most of the guild houses are like closing but some of them are still open there's like people running around squawking I want to go shopping what shops are there uh, roll investigation. Oh, you yeah. get a natty one. <laughs> <laughs> just want to say that Acton got a natural one. So, like, you, you wander up to the first store you see, and he says, Hello! Nice to meet you. Hey! <laughs> what do you sell here? Uh, well, would you like to sign up? Uh, to what? <laughs> so we're, we're launching an expedition uh, into the deep forests. Would you like to sign up? How long do I have to go to the deep forest for? Um, well, we don't know. That's why it's an expedition. Oh. Do you think I could get back by tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, well, the expedition isn't launching for until until spring. Oh, so. that sounds That's great. Yeah. What kind of stuff do they have there? Do they have nice tasting animals? Oh, we don't know. That's why <laughs> we're going. Probably they, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to come too? Is this what's going on? Um, I, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm here to get people to sign up. It, it will be fantastic. You know, a chance to explore the wilderness, find somewhere to settle, and call your own, funded by the by the Steel Protectorate. Do they have brothels in the forest? Uh, not yet, but I'm sure. I'm sure that you know the Steel Protectorate will include some men and women of the night on the on the expedition. You know, because otherwise people will get lonely, won't they? So. Yeah, for sure. Unless there's. Would no you just like to? Would you just like to? What, what's your name? Uh, Garash. Garash, what? Garash, and your last name? That's the worst thing I've ever Just Garash. Just, just Garash. Okay, Garash. Um, so could you, could you, I, I don't know, can you write? Could you just put an X? Okay, I'll just put an X. Thank you very much. So, uh, um, are you, are you going to be staying in Talast? Thanks, um, so we'll, we'll we'll send we'll send some people round to have a word with you, and um, and make sure that you know you're all you're all kitted out and prepared. Great. And then, uh, as I said, in in around springtime, the expedition will be setting off. That sounds lovely. I feel like you should come too, though, since you're so uh, good at talking about. Oh well, I have a, I, I have a family here, so I'm I'm going to stay in Talas. If I have a family by then, can I get out of it? Well, no. Great. You've signed your name. Ah, found forever. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, I mean, you can read the contract you've just signed. Oh, Great. God. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll be seeing you around then. <laughs> can I ask out of character? How how far away is the spring? <laughs> how it's many winter. months are there? Uh, there are ten months in a Demipia year. There are probably at least three months until the spring. And a month is four weeks, forty days. I hope we're planning on leaving Talas at some point in life. Oh hi, Axel. Where did, where did you go? I've just been trying to this great person. Hurry, yeah, they're going on a fun fun. adventure. So oh, you're right. gonna come too. How are you? Are you, are you gonna be there? Probably. Probably. Okay. Like, what, are we going now? I thought we were gonna. No, don't times. worry. We're going around to find out the various. Don't worry about it. What do you guys want to do, eh? Uh, Eleanor for Varys. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll investigation? You can roll investigation. <laughs> if there's still people around. There are there are loads of people around. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so you wander around and start chatting to people and eventually says, Oh yeah, she lives um she lives on the Grand Canal. They give you direct. Go down this way, go down to the canal, take a left. A few houses down. She lives around there somewhere, I'm not quite sure where. Are we gonna follow that then? Uh, yes. So, uh, who is this guy? Is he shady looking? Malagri, what did he look like? Uh, he looked shady looking. <gasps> he looked shady looking. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was wearing a hood um, and a long cloak. 
and his face was in darkness, but Malagria could see that Malagria could see that he was like he he was bald and was clean shaven with like a scar running down the side of his face. Looked very shady. Is he gonna take our hearts? So it looks quite similar to me, really. But obviously much shorter than you and human. Yeah. Did you trust him, Malagria? You can roll insight. Seventeen. Uh he seemed to be telling you the truth. Let's do it. <laughs> So I mean, even if it's in a trap, we're at least discovering something. <laughs> you're saying you think he's dodgy as fuck, but you think he's being... He looks truthful. dodgy as fuck, but I think he's telling me the truth. I mean, he's just, at this point, he's just sort of standing on a street corner. What colour is his cloak? Uh, it's it's sort of a dark brown colour. <gasps> is that not the same colour? Yes. The... Do you want to ask him any more questions? <laughs> like, where'd you get that cloak? <laughs> are you all gonna Are you all going to go up to him and ask? How, how do you know she lives there? Oh, I, I've seen her coming and going from around there. All right, and you live around here? No, I just spend some time here. Why do you ask? You seem uh, unlike most of the... Look, I was just... You asked me a question, I was giving you some advice, all right? And I appreciate it. Good, good. <laughs> now, if you'd be on your way. All right, cheers, cheers, old buddy, old pal. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Mr. Actum, I didn't realise that uh, this uh, Dolly was your friend. Hey, I'll, uh... yeah, this is my pal, Mai. He's good, great. Good, good, good. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll move on, I'll move on. Standard experience, nothing untoward. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. What was that interaction? Sorry? Actor? She's looking somewhere else. <laughs> May I ask what that was? Oh, it's just an old friend from back, you know, old Winky Tumble times. Fine. They're having good old. Why did he um, seem to refer to you as a superior to him? I don't know, I guess I'm just cooler than him, you know? Alright, it seems potentially more layers than coolness. But Don't you think I'm cool? I think I'm okay, cool. Uh, can I roll insight on that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I cut the bullshit. 13. Actually, could you tell me what a charisma modifier is? I'm also going to roll insight on that. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one. Goresh thinks that Actum's telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you are pretty cool. Malagria isn't so sure. Uh... I what? find that vague and unconvincing. <laughs> so Malagria, um, shall we go to that place that he just that he was on about that guy? Or I mean, let's be completely honest. I wouldn't say he was necessarily the most trustworthy bloke I ever knew, but then a lot of guys down at the Wink and Tumble are like that. So who knows? Maybe he's just out to please because of how cool I am. But uh, we can we can go down this little side road and see what he thinks. Oh, we can always go ask somebody else and see if they corroborate this. Well, because I think even if it is, like, a lie or a trap, there is something there worth finding. Well, if you think that at the end of the corridor or whatever, there's going to be a little spider pig we can kill. Nobody mentioned a trap. That guy didn't. You didn't say anything about a trap. <laughs> Wouldn't be Don't a trap. Don't worry, you mentioned about it. Why, why are we suddenly talking about traps? Oh, I'm, I'm now waiting for Mulligan to make the decision. I think we do. So you go down to the Grand Canal, which is the widest actual canal in, in Talest and runs through the north of the city, whereas, whereas the slips are in the south of the city. On the waterfront, <coughs> most of it, most of the places are um, like shop fronts or like warehouses. All of the buildings are quite tall. Most of them have like cranes coming out of them to go over the canal. Uh, some of them are townhouses um, and there are, you can see lights on through the, through the shuttered windows and people sort of going, going home for ready, getting ready for their evening meals. Can I walk at the back? Yeah. Can I walk uh, the front? <laughs> I just want to be behind. I just want to see, keep an eye on. Sure, Actum. Um, and so, like, you go, you make your way to the area that the guy mm. told you to go to. There's um, a jewelry shop that says various engravings. Oh, wow. ah. hey. I'm a jeweler too. 
There we go. So, oh, common yeah. uh, interest there. It's shuttered at the moment, but you can see lights on in the in the flat above the shop. So, you knock on the door, and you wait, and you hear the sounds of, you know, people moving around inside, and you hear some bolts getting unlocked in the door, and the door opens, and there's a, a man there with blondish hair, which is unusual for this region, uh, and he's got a, sort of got a bit a bit of stubble around his face. Is yeah, yes, hello, hello. Good evening. I'm so sorry to trouble you at home, but. Yeah. Okay. Is it Mr. Various? Yes, yes, my name's Edgar. Hello, good, nice to meet you, Edgar. My name's Actim, and um, I'm just, me and my friends here just were hoping that we could offer some time or financial assistance to Eleanor's cause, if, if indeed Eleanor is a relative or, of yours. Yes, of course, she's my wife. Oh, oh, good. Oh, thank. When I, when I saw the three of you, I was worried that you were, you know, going to, you, you know, try and, try and take, take some money, but. <laughs> Not at all, at quite the contrary. We want to give. Uh, uh, well, well, well. That's good, I suppose. Our choreo uh, friend here's missing a few important faculties, but he's very well-meaning. Don't mind him too much. I have good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> Could you roll a persuasion check? Yeah. I should have let you do this, Malaga. Eleven. Eleven. He says, "Well, I, I, I suppose we're just about to sit down for our meal, but, but you can come up and talk to us." Is there enough for us? Uh, I'm, I'm... Don't worry about that. I've got some food for him. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. We, we weren't expecting guests. So. <laughs> just if you could make me a. Dog. Bag, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, don't worry about it. I've got plenty of snacks in my bag. Gosh, stop being so bad. <laughs> You're here to give, you say. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yes, come up, come upstairs. Um, so he says, well, well, go upstairs. It's we're um we're in the main room. I'll I'll just just stay there and I'll I'll fetch Eleanor when when you're all in there. Thank you, he, that's very kind of you. And he watches you all walk up the stairs and then like puts like a bar over the door but doesn't <laughs> lock all of the things, um, and then climbs the stairs after you. You come into like a, a single room that looks like it serves as a kitchen and a dining area. Um, there are some more stairs going up, and he shouts up the stairs, "Eleanor, Eleanor, we we have some we have some guests that want to talk to you about your work." Um, and then you hear coming down, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll be right down." And then a moment passes, and a, and a woman comes down wearing a sort of a nice blue dress with auburn hair. Uh, she looks sort of fairly, fairly well-to-do. In fact, they both look fairly well-to-do. They, they look like they're wearing nice clothes. And she comes down and says, oh, he- hello, hello. Um, you, you're here to talk about my work with the, with the people from the sludge. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. I, you know, it's so rare that I, I, I get people that are actually interested in what I'm trying to do. Well, we are fascinated. We'd love to hear about everything that you get up to. It oh, yeah, like please, please, sit, sit down, sit down. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, oh, can I can I offer you can I offer you some refreshments? What you got? <laughs> well, um, uh, and Edgar says, well, I su- well we've got we've got a couple of bottles of beer and uh, uh, I, I suppose we've got some wine. Shall, shall I break out the wine? And Eleanor goes, yes, yes, I think so. Wine. Oh, a small glass of wine, thank wine? you. Wine, wine. And so um, Edgar goes and gets some mugs and starts pouring some wine. And um, Eleanor sits down. And says, so, 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 what 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 would you like to tell me? Well, sorry, what would you like me to tell you? Well, I've been in and around Hearst for a long time now, and I just, we've been hearing a lot lately about the terrible things happening in the sludge. Oh, it's dreadful. It's really dreadful. Those those poor souls. You, you know, 
It's because it's because the whole the whole place is a dump. It's a dump for waste, and the the fact that people are living there is absolutely dreadful. There's plenty of space, like around the city, that they could settle, but they're but they're prevented from doing so by the noble families and the landowners and the guilds, like controlling all the farmland. There's plenty plenty of space that they could go and live and work and lead productive lives, where they wouldn't have to live in such filth and misery and just rot. Oh, it's really dreadful, and I'm so I'm trying to I'm trying to go around convincing people that actually they shouldn't be they there shouldn't be that suffering talast is a wealthy city and we shouldn't there shouldn't be you, you know there's there's almost a thousand people living in the sludge and and they they shouldn't be there they should be like in the city like taking part in like the the wonders that this city has to offer i think it's a wonderful noble cause Mrs. i'm Bowers. so glad you think so i'm so glad have you managed to amass many people to help you in this uh there's been a couple, but it's 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 difficult because honestly, trying to trying to get the guilds to do anything that doesn't doesn't directly benefit them is is nearly impossible, and none of the none of the the true noble families really want anything to do with it either. They're all content to just sit on their holdings and their wealth and um, amass more and more and more for themselves, and and let other people wallow in misery. A self-serving culture we live in. Exactly. Exactly. I wondered what your opinion was, because we've been doing some, you know, walking around in Talast, living here, and we've been seeing some people who don't appear to be particularly well on soapboxes shouting around. Yes, there's, there's been a few of them. Those have, They popped up recently. I think there's five of them. Do you happen um, to know these people personally? Uh, I, I, I don't really know them personally. I don't know them well. I'm, I, I, I know of them. They seem to have, like, they seem to have quite severe cases of of Blackfoot, honestly, I'm, I'm sure you know it, Blackfoot is developed when people wade through the, the the sludge, the dreadful muck and filth and excrement that is there. Um, and if you live there for long enough, you know your 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 extremities start, well, your feet start to rot, and things start living in your limbs, and eventually your your entire leg falls off. And it's it's really dreadful. And she starts wringing her hands. It's really it's really awful. But but these these these. These men and women have have it on their hands as well, and I, I honestly, I've never seen anyone wade through the sludge that much. I mean, it, it happens sometimes, you know. There, there are poor children that live in the sludge and in slaughterhouse that go um, that go uh, crustacean picking to find it's it. Honestly, it's bad because there are certain certain crustaceans that are venomous, um, and they they're covered in spines. Um, I'm, I'm told that you can distill you can distill their venom into into delirium. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a it's a drug that people use to to well, so, so they say to, to visit other worlds. Um, um, but it's it's only from these crustaceans, and and so and so some children go and, and pick them out when the when the lake's low. And it's really, it's really dreadful. But even they that spend, you know, some time digging through the sludge on the coast, on the shoreline, they don't seem to develop Blackfoot on their, on their, on their hands. So I don't know, I don't quite understand how that's happened. Um, but there seems to be, there are five of them, and they seem to have developed some collective delusion. I don't know if it's because their, because their conditions are so advanced that they've started to lose their minds, or, um, or, or something else. It, it, it's bad. And and some of the people in the sludge, because I, you know, I try to give them, I'm trying to give them hope. I'm trying to give them something to rally around, but they 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 have nothing, like almost next to nothing. And so a lot of them have, well, I say a lot of them. Some of them have decided that these these people that are that have been honestly talking nonsense, are speaking some prophecy or something. And so some people have started 
in the sludge have started going around or saying, oh yes, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. I, I don't know, like, none of it is true, obviously. It's all it's all nonsense from people that have gone mad, but it's it's really dreadful. It's really dreadful. But hopefully, hopefully that will all change soon. When the Imperial Prince arrives, I'm going to make sure that our cause is noticed and, and we get some exposure and then, you know, maybe people won't be able to ignore us quite so much anymore. That sounds very sensible logic to me. Do you feel that your cause has been at all harmed by the strange goings on around the city? Because everybody seems a little on edge and confused and... Well, what, what do you mean? Well, I had heard that there had been some, some people that had been, been killed, but... I don't know a whole lot about it. I wondered if you'd come across it. Well, which people? I mean, some some people die. I, I suppose there was those those bodies missing brains. Oh yes, that yeah, was I did that was bad. That. Um, but I I don't think I I haven't heard that anyone. Well, certainly nobody I've I've spoken to, and I've I've haven't heard of anyone from the sludge having anything to do with that. Oh no, not at all. I just wondered if it had changed people's opinions towards charitable giving lately. I, I, honestly, I don't think so. Nobody, not very many in Talist, seem to be inclined towards charitable giving at all. So, I and I haven't heard that that people are less inclined, if you know, have a tiny modicum of inclination. I don't think that's changed at all from these from these brainless bodies. I mean, that is that is dreadful in and of, in of itself. And I don't know what's I don't know what's going on there. But hopefully, the watch will try and find it out, as useless as they are. Well. My friend Malagru and I are very generous, and we'd love to help you out. Are we, Malagru? <coughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Sir Dolir. You know, I've, I've never met a Dolir before. I, 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 I'm very grateful for your generosity. How much you need? <laughs> <laughs> well, as, honestly, as much as you can give. As much as you can give. At the very least, at the very least, I'd like to rent some warehouse space, perhaps, to house them and see if we can see if maybe I can employ a physician to come and look to see if there's a, a way to, if not cure, at least treat Blackfoot in some in some manner. Well, what are you aiming for? Well, I, I mean, that would that would cost quite a lot because phys- physicians are few and far between, and they are. They they do require a lot of money, um, and renting renting a warehouse is also also not a cheap endeavour. But I think for the first half a year, maybe maybe a thousand gold would might do. A lot of money, it is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But but we can't let people continue to suffer like they do. And you know, in the grand scheme of like guildcraft, a thousand gold is is nothing. How much roughly have you managed to uh, to raise? Well, I've funding wise, not a lot, not a great deal. Seventy two gold. Yeah, it's a start, though, isn't it? It is a start. It is a start indeed. Do you think what? So, a thousand just for the warehouse? No, a, thou- a thousand for a warehouse and and hiring a physician. Plus, you know, plus other expenses, food for them, bedding. Yeah. I'd like to donate twenty gold. Twenty gold pieces. Twenty gold pieces. And like she she grabs she grabs you by the hand and starts shaking your hand. Thank you. Oh, Thank you know. so much. No, no, it's fine. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. That's so generous oh, of you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, 20 gold pieces. Thank you so much. Edgar, Edgar, did you hear? 20 gold pieces. And Edgar comes out and says, So pure. <laughs> so lovely. That's so incredibly kind. What? What is your name? Uh, Gaz. Gaz. Ga- just Gaz? Yeah, yeah. Just Gaz. Thank, thank you, Gaz. Thank you so much. That's so generous of you. Uh, you're very welcome. No worries. It's fine. Cool. Well, I'm going to give you 10 LNS. And 10. Another 10. Wonderful. Um, no pressure, Mally, but... Uh, yeah, I'll give ten as well. Fifty gold pieces. That's more than double what we've raised already. Thank you so much. She's not very good at maths. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, this, this is absolutely incredible. To think that three strangers would wander into our home and, and be so generous. 
Do well, you have any events or rallies coming up? Like, well, well, when, as I said, we're going to try and get the attention of the Imperial Prince mm. when he visits. We're going to try and stage a demonstration during his parade down through Rakhajitan that would get his attention and then hopefully the attention of um, the noble families and the guilds and, and maybe even the Herseg. Are you worried about any pressure from the city to prevent you from doing that? Um, well, honestly, I haven't discussed it with anyone. Mm. So. That's probably the best way, and as long as you can get the word out so that people come. Yes, exactly, exactly. So these, these five that seem to be demonstrating, they yeah. all seem to be going on about some deity. Well, they, they, keep, they keep shouting about she or her. Do you know what god that might be or what I've got, power? I've got honestly no idea. Honestly, no idea. They just, honestly, they seem to be a bit mad. There are a few phrases that they use. Crabs, squids. Um, I, I, I don't know, I'm afraid, no. I don't really doubt it, but I might as well. Can I just roll insight on her general sort of openness and yeah, sure. honesty? Seven. Uh, you can't tell. You think she's being genuine, but you're not sure. Um, I can try rolling. I might do the same, just because I mean, I'm not going to get anywhere with it, but 17? Yeah, you think she's being honest. Do you, do you often go to the sludge yourself? You spend time I, I, You know, I do. I, I try and go and I try and give, when I'm not trying to raise funds, I go and I try and give comfort and support. There's a gentleman there that helps me out called Horace Migos. He's lived in the sludge a long time and his, his um, blackfoot is quite developed. He can't, he can't walk without assistance because he has no feet anymore. Um, he's lived there a long time and he knows most of the people that live there. Um, and so he, he helps me out. What, what is the... The setup, like there, are there, are there houses? Do they? I mean, houses is houses is is not what it is. is. It one, it's, it's shacks. Is it one collective community? Are there different different districts of? There aren't there aren't different sections because everyone's so everyone's so wretched. It's yeah. it's effectively they have shacks that are often flooded and they try and scrape whatever whatever meagre food they can get from either begging or from eating whatever washes up on the waterfront or by stealing or whatever else they can. It's really awful, it's really dreadful. Do you think Horace would talk to us about his condition and about the community? He's a, he's a, I, I'm sure he would. Uh, just a bit of warning, he's a miserable bastard. I know a lot of those myself. <laughs> what if we gave him some dollar? What about some food? I'm sh- well, I'm, I'm sure he'd be very appreciative of both, honestly. Are there any areas of the sludge that, that might be dangerous for well, outsiders to go. well, because they're desperate. They're so desperate that some sometimes desperate people are driven to extreme ends. Uh, you you all seem quite capable of taking care of, care of yourselves. So I'm sure. Why, thank you. I'm sure if you went during the day, you'd be all right, and even at night, you'd probably probably be okay. I mean, sometimes there are sometimes there are press gangs that that go and pick people up in the sludge for. God knows what, because they know that no one will care about them. Do you ever see anybody else there that's not from the sludge? Very occasionally, not very often. Usually, it's um, when the when the dredgers have emptied the the rivers and the the rivers and the canals. A lot of a lot of people descend on the on the muck that they leave there to try and search through for anything anything left that's valuable. The dredgers mostly keep everything that they can find that's valuable, but they do miss things. And and as I said people come down to, usually children come come down to collect these crustaceans so that people can take delirium. 
It's bad. Those those things those things are really dreadful. If you get pricked by one, it will give you terrible, terrible seizures. I've seen poor children in horrible fits with their muscles breaking their own bones because they've been wrapped in in such strong seizures. It's dreadful, really dreadful. But nobody nobody cares. Everyone that lives in the monolith still continues to take this stuff, despite the horrible means in which it's procured. Well, you're doing good work, Ernie. I I well, I'm, thank you. I'm I'm glad you think so. I I like to think that I'm doing something good. With all due respect to the local folk, how, would they be able to engage with us in the conversation? Like, well, we I, spent I mean, some of the dredges and they, they don't... <laughs> well, well struggle a little with the dredges. Dredges are their own, you know, their own little subculture, aren't yeah. they? And, those, and they're, they're, they're the same all over, all over Vals. They're exactly the same, but um, most of the people in the sludge are in the sludge because they, they don't have anywhere else. And many of them, many of them are like eloquent and, and lucid. We've only bumped into three of the um, of the preachers, if you will. Yes. Um, we know of two in the slaughterhouse and one around the docks, I believe. Uh, I, I think in the slips, yes. Where are the other two? Um, I I don't I honestly I don't keep track of their comings and goings, but there's usually at least one in the sludge. Oh, okay, just around around the sludge. Yes. Do they know you know if they know each other and interact with each other? Because they seem. Well, well, they seem so a, in their own world. This is the thing; they they seem so in their own world, and they but they all seem to ha- be having the same delusion. Mm. Um, so I, I, they they must have they must have at some point, or it, they must have interacted with each other at, at least to a certain extent. Mm. Maybe maybe it started with one of them, and then the others just picked it up because it's you know it's all that their shattered minds could could grasp onto. But but I I don't know honestly. Could there be anything? In the water that they drink, or something that could be in. Well, Where the do they collect that? The water that they drink is just from the lake, which is which is full of all sorts of filth by itself. Especially, you know, the the water near the sludge. So nobody else in in the sludge seems to be any less lucid than what they normally would be. This. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a it's a difficult place, and yeah. there are people suffering from all all host of problems there. I mean, some of them are are mad. As a community, it seems as stable as it as it was previously. Oh, it's never. It's, it's, it's not. It's not a stable community. But yes, it's not a stable community. But I don't think the only difference is recently in the past couple of months is is these these group of people shouting nonsense and now some some people are starting to pick up on it and f- seeming to find meaning in it. What do the people in the sludge seem to think of uh, of these preachers? Well, some of them some of them a lot of them don't care. Most in fact most 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 of them don't care. But some but you know some people are thinking that they're beginning to think that they're you know what they're saying makes sense in some way. Like I, I fear that they'll like turn to them as if, as if what they're saying is true, and like as if they're prophets. And eventually, I'm worried that someone, that someone with more malicious intent will will pick up on it and try and try and rally them for their own nefarious ends. They do seem vulnerable to that kind of exactly. Uh, they they really are. They really are. For sure. But before we go, we were asking a few people to try and find our way here, and we spoke to yeah. a bit of a strange-looking gentleman, but he seems to know where you live. And he's, I don't know. Well, you run a prosperous business. Yeah, well, certainly my 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 husband Edgar owns a owns the the jewelry shop downstairs. So we we make no secret of where we live. It's delicious wine and company. Thank, thank you. Thank. I'm so I'm so grateful to all of you. And she goes around and she shakes Garish's hand and she shakes Actum's hand and she goes to shake Malagri's hand. And she says, "Thank you, thank you so much. You've done, you've, you've helped me no end. I mean, it's, it's, you've actually, honestly, you've given me hope that there, that there are people in the city that do care, that do care about the lives of their fellows. Thank you so much. You're so such kind, generous people. It's lovely to hear of you too. Please, you're always welcome here. If, if you know, if there's anything, I mean, we're, 
We're, we're not people of great means, but if there's anything that we can do for you, then don't hesitate to ask. Thank you, Eleanor. I'm a jeweler, so if you ever need... <laughs> and Edgar says, oh, well, well, that's good to know. You know, occasion, occasionally, at certain times of the year, the, the business does pick up. Um, I'll... I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll find you and let you know. Thank you very much. I guess we have to leave. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for coming. Bloody hell, I think I need a pint after all that sugary sweetness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Saccharin. Um. Okay, so it is time for you to go to the monolith. So you leave the waterside and cross Hangman's Bridge into the docks. Okay. Um, <laughs> And the revelry has begun in full. There's people spilling out of various inns, getting drunk, singing, pissing in the street, humping each other. The usual. The usual. You see a couple of groups of um, what seemed like armed men wandering about, two groups of six. They look at you, sort of, because you look a bit out of place, but they don't interact with you. Can I do, like, a perception check on them, like... Mm. Yeah. Like, insignias or... Seven. You don't notice. They, they look a bit odd. They don't look like... They don't look like guards. They don't look like the watch anyway. They don't look like the watch, um, but they are—they are obviously not drunk, and obviously patrolling. Is that right? If I have a look as well, because yeah. I was sort of fourteen. On their left breast, they all have um, a, what looks like a stylized W, which you recognise as the insignia of the Water Lords. Oh, that's interesting. While I'm thinking about it, um, as we're walking down, I kind of just want to mention now that uh, all old Actum's not on the scene right now. Uh, I want to mention that when I kind of like du- I ducked away for a little bit because I don't think I don't know if anyone even noticed that I went. <laughs> I, I just mentioned um, oh I, when we were watching that um, Blackfoot preacher the other day, um, I actually snuck away while Actum and Tibor went away because I think you know I heard that Tibor speaking in thieves cant and it was really weird, and I just kind of want to know what's going on there. I think it's a bit shady, but when I went to like try and spy on them. Like I was being pretty stealthy, I don't think anyone really saw me as far as I know. Um, I basically, I have a spell so I can like disguise myself. Um, and uh, from what I could gather, I went down the alleyway where they went, I could not see them anywhere. Like I went all the way deep into the alley, could not see them anywhere, could not hear them. But I did feel like a, a, like a tingling magic in the air. Like, Anastasia, I was just wondering if you might have come across something like that before. Probably, yes. Roll Arcana. <laughs> oh, fuck, seven. Uh, you don't know. That's that's weird, though, isn't it? It is weird. It sounds like it could be, like, you know, a cloak of some sort, maybe. Yeah, or something something weird going on. And you, you didn't hear anything either? No, nothing. You sure you went down the right alley? Yeah. T-Ball does seem pretty shifty. He does, yeah. What with all the when we went to see the the uh, smelter friend of his, and they were talking in thieves' can and something weird, something to do with uh, the the White River and the missing shipments, I reckon. Possibly the uh, the mine children as well. Maybe Tibor is a bit more deep in on it than he had us believe. That's pretty scary, and also all this Waterlord's business. Maybe it's all connected to the murders. I don't know how though. I don't know. You make your you make your way to the to the ascension bridge that crosses into the monolith, and there are two guards there with halberds, ah. uh, and they see you coming and say, "My lady." So you 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 go in mm-hmm. into the monolith, and the the von Roth estate is not is like a, a street behind the plaza that the monolith itself is in, the actual monolith after which the district is named, uh, and and you know where it is because it's enormous. Yeah. 
Um, and so you go up, you go up to the gate, and there are there are some guards stood there, um, and they see you coming. He says, "Ah, oh, um, Lady Ravenscoth Nayberry." Yes. I presume. Um, uh, please, please go in. I will, I will um, fetch my lady for you. And so you come into this this huge courtyard, and there's these beautiful, beautiful like sort of like, like neoclassical architecture. There's gardens with poplars and fountains, or like like the fountains are, st- are still and mostly frozen, but uh, you can imagine in the height of summer it would be absolutely beautiful. All of the buildings have like mosaic patterned walls depicting various um, various scenes from like the family history. In the front of the main building, there's this huge double door. Which this guard goes into and then comes out a moment later and says, Oh, please, please come inside, come inside. Can I like stop a moment to kind of admire some of the mosaics <laughs> and stuff? I was just wondering if I could find out a little more about the family and their values. Okay, so they seem to be there's lots of there's lots of things about farming. It's like the people that obviously represent the Von Roths sort of looking over of these huge, like vast estates with lots of people farming and working land and keeping animals and things. You get the impression that they own a lot of land nearby. They own a lot of the farmland nearby. Interesting. So the guard gestures you inside, and you come into this beautiful, beautiful foyer uh, with marble floor, with beautiful, enormous purple rug on it. There are col- marble columns all over the place. There's uh, a chandelier, hang- a gilded chandelier hanging from the ceiling, and uh, and a woman comes up to you, ov- obviously the lady of the house, Aurelia. And so she comes up and says, "Oh, oh, my, my dear, can I? May I call you Anastasia?" Yes, Lady Von Roth. Oh, please call me, please call me Aurelia. Aurelia, I just, I'm so happy to make your acquaintance. I'm so glad that you could come. I was worried that once you got our message, that you'd be worried about my intentions, and so, and so you wouldn't arrive. But I'm so, I'm so very happy that you've come. We're about to serve dinner. If you, if you and your, if you and your servants would like to come and eat with us. Yeah, absolutely. Let me introduce my friends. Oh, please, please do. Uh, friends. Oh, that's very, that's very kind of you. You know, you know what we're like. <laughs> oh, God, that's that's very generous of you. Uh, to my left is Miss Edda. Hello. Good day. <laughs> Good evening to you too. Oh yes. Evening. She she looks at you with a puzzled look on her face. And to my right is Miss Ren. Good evening, Madame. And I. Curtsy. Good evening. Lovely to make your acquaintances, both of you. Thank you very much for the advice. <laughs> that's that's quite all right. I suggest I suggest we eat first, and then we can discuss the things that we'd like to discuss um, over over wine and perhaps some delirium. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, there's a shout from outside, and one of the guards opens the door and says, "My lady, my lady, we don't know what to do. There's a panther." And just as he oh says that, Pardock jumps through the door, <laughs> uh, and Lady Aurelia screams. Ah! We brought the fucking cat. <laughs> I'm going to like authoritatively tell you as if you're not my equal to to chain up your cat. Lady Aurelia um, composes herself and says, "Oh, oh, thank God! I thought that a, a beast had broken in, but it's 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 yours, is it?" Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I'll I'll just tell. You can take it. You can take it out outside. I th- stay away from the stables. Just just keep take it outside. Okay. Me and Pardot go outside. So she leads you into an incredibly ornate dining room. It's got um, these beautiful uh, wooden carvings of, of um, sort of birds of paradise frolicking. Everything's beautifully painted. It's very, it's very bright and ever, a bit gaudy, but um, <laughs> everything looks incredibly, incredibly expensive. And there's this huge table, enormous mahogany table, um, that's laid for what looks like a fairly large 
dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, please, please, like, sit, I, I sit at the head of the table. You are, you are our honoured guest. Oh, I couldn't. I, I actually couldn't. Are you sure? I think you should sit there as our lovely host. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll I'll sit I'll sit to the right side, and you can sit to my right side, and then my husband can sit at the head. Would, would that make you feel better? That sounds absolutely oh, wonderful. Oh, such such wonderful etiquette. Oh. Where shall I dine, my lady? Well, once we finish, you may eat with the servants. <laughs> Ven's eyebrow twitches, but she doesn't say anything else. Um, she doesn't she doesn't notice your eyebrow. Ven's used to dealing with. Posh twats. Yeah. I kind of message you both and say, play along. <laughs> if you don't mind eating with the servants, but then maybe you can get some goss. So we do I just kind of stand to one side then? Yeah, stand behind behind where, where Anastasia is so sat, creepy. but at the at the edge of the room. Yeah. So you sit down and then some some others that you presume are family members <laughs> come in. So um uh, Lady Aurelius, she's about um, in her late thirties, early forties. She's got like olive olive skin and long long sort of wavy black hair and she's wearing this beautiful red red gown um, and a sort of 60 year old man comes in uh, with with a limp and a sort of sour look on his face and he starts top, <coughs> top like potters up to her and says oh, hello my dear and you must be you must be lady Anast- Anastasia Ravenscott Nyberry yes uh, pleased to meet you nice nice to meet you I'm um, Sangarius I am Sangarius von Ruff I am the head of this household and husband of my beautiful wife here um, so good to have you with us. And then he sort of slumps down, slumps down in his chair, like the weight of the world is on his shoulders, and just sort of starts staring blankly at the table. Some others potter in, um, and she introduces introduces you to her her son, uh, Calidorus, and her daughter, Cassina, and the mother of Sangarius, who is called Septuna, mm-hmm. who's um, an old woman of eighty. She's very, very hunched and sort of moves very, very slowly. But like, despite her sort of wrinkled face, she's got a sort of evil glint in her eye. Oh. And she she comes up to you and says, "Ah, oh, it's so it's so lovely to see you. So love, so very lovely to meet you. I'm glad that I'm glad that you could come and dine with us this evening. It's really it's very, very lovely. I hope you enjoy the food that has been prepared. Thank you for having us. Mm. Sure, it will be delicious. And then she goes and sits down. Some others come in, and, and uh, Aurelius says that. Well, I'll I'll introduce you to the others after we've eaten. Uh, the table's enormous, and it's it's set for ten, including you. Okay. But the table's so huge that everyone is sat so far away from each other to make conversation a bit awkward. <laughs> so nobody really speaks to each other while they're eating. Um, but some but uh, some servants come and start bringing out some food. So there's oysters to start, uh, like enormous platter platters full of oysters that they go around and, and give people out oysters mm. and they are delicious mm. delicious oysters and then after that there's a course of scallops on rocket there's yams and there's parsnips oh, and, there's yes. tu- and there's turnips and things delicious. and um, the main course is um, a whole pig that oh. uh, is carried by two servants and oh. put in the middle and then carved up carved up in front of you it's got a, it's got an apple in its mouth Mm-hmm. And there's carved up in front of you, and then handed out. It smells fantastic. It smells delicious, and all the food tastes amazing, oh, right. absolutely amazing. And then um, dessert of some sort of half-frozen cream, which you've never eaten before, mm. but is fantastic. Oh wow! Nice. It is fantastic. It's, Thank you it very much. melts in your mouth and turns into cream in your mouth, and it's mm. amazing. Dinner lasts about two hours because okay. it just takes so long to bring out all the food. There's so much food. <laughs> yeah. There's more food than I have described. At this point, Ben's whole eye is starting to sweat. And then once everyone is very, very full. Um, the food gets taken away, and um, and Lady Onelia shouts to you, Well, I think we should retire to the drawing room. 
and um, discuss what we need to discuss. Absolutely. Who will be accompanying us? Uh, well, well, I shall be, and Fania, who's um, the widow of poor Truman, she's yeah. shouting down the table to you, and the son of poor Truman, Truman Jr. Okay. The food gets cleared away and you're escorted to um, into a very sort of nice, comfortable drawing room. It's got a carpeted floor and large, large leather-bound chairs yes. and a table. And there's there's books all over the place and tables with with drawing equipment, you know, draw things for drawing. And um, uh, there's um, an enormous cabinet full of various sorts of exp- <coughs> expensive-looking liqueurs. And um, she sits down, and one of the servants comes up to Ven and says, "Well, if you'd like to eat with us, we're going to go to the kitchen and eat what's left." I'd love to. Yeah, you are offered to go and eat with the servants. So in the in the drawing room. Yeah. Um, Lady Aurelia says, "Would you? Well, would you? Would you like something to drink? We have we have some wines. We have the finest Anki's Creme de Moth. We've got some delicious brandy. Uh, can I have a glass of water to start while we? Uh... A, gla- a glass of water? Yes, yes, yes of course. Business. And she snaps her fingers, and then someone goes off to get a glass of water. <laughs> the other two people that are that are you know the other two important people that are in this room with you yes. is um, Fania and Truman Junior. Yes. Uh, Fania is a sort of fairly fairly slim woman." Um, probably in her late twenties, early thirties, okay. uh, and she she looks a bit very slim, almost gaunt, but not quite. Uh, and she's got also has olive skin and and sort of shortish shortish black hair. She's also wearing fantastic clothes and lots of jewellery, like Aurelia. Her son Truman Junior is a boy of about seventeen ish that looks a bit confused as to what's going on. He looks like he doesn't really want to be there, yeah. but he's being forced to be there. Lady Aurelia says, well, we, we wanted to talk to you about the work you've been doing for His Grace the Herseg, looking into the, the strange things that have been going on, you know, these bodies disappearing with no with no brains, like our like our poor Truman, mm-hmm. like our poor Uncle Truman. So we were just wanted to know how things had been progressing there. Did you have any information, any, any leads, as it were? I'd first like to, you know, apologise for the loss that you've experienced. We haven't quite had a chance to do that yet. Well, well, that's quite all right. We, un- it's been, it's been some time. And um, <laughs> honestly, uh, yes. Anyway, it's, it's been some time. <laughs> oh. uh, I also hope that you appreciate that in this particularly like delicate time, with how little time we have until. Uh, the prince arrives. Yes, I've heard his his visit has been f- forwarded. It has. Yes. So we are on quite a short time scale. Yes. Um, I actually wanted to ask you a few questions as well. Well, of course. Anything anything we can help you with? Because I'm sure you know there are a number of victims you just said, but um, Truman von Roth is the only noble. Yes. So um, I'm trying to understand exactly what his lifestyle was like. Um, and his wife sort of goes... My late husband did things that he shouldn't have. Despite all of our knowledge and despite his warnings, mm-hmm. he would frequent... How can I put this? Irrespectable establishments and would not listen to any of our reason. And this was, happened for a long time? Yes. And give me, like, what kind of um, like establishments? <laughs> how do you mean? You jest, surely. No, I hope you understand. We have to... We need places to look. <laughs> I want her to say that one can tumble, right? I don't want to be the person who says it first. He he used to pay for the services yes. of of people for things. You know, men are pigs, and so you knew this was going on for a while. Yes. 
Did he ever go with anybody or would he ever go by himself? He would... He would consume far too much alcohol mm-hmm. and then wander off into the streets. Um, I, I don't know if he he would go with anyone in particular. Mm-hmm. I did not inquire. And like, how often would you say this happened? Would you say it happened quite a lot near his near his demise, or yes, more so? I, I honestly, I could not tell. Right. Often. Mm. And the night uh, that the awful thing happened, was it a similar kind of happening? Did he leave? He, drinking? yes, he had far too much brandy. He left the estate <laughs> without without accompaniment, mm-hmm. and wandered into God knows where. And then he was found in the river. Dreadful. The bastard. Her son, at this point, is sort of just looking a bit despondent. He's not, he's just sort of looking around, looking bored. He, none of this seems to be bothering him at all, really. And he really says, yeah, so, so, um, yes. So Truman was, uh, not, he wasn't, he, we weren't particularly fond of him, let's right. say. Let's, let's say. And, you know, it, it is unfortunate because he was a Von Roth. It is unfortunate that, what has happened has happened, but it's not, you know, it's not really. It's no particular great loss to us. So, so have you have you found anything of interest? Well, I, I guess uh, uh, not 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 as much as you've been hoping for, but um, I please please be honest with yes. us, please. I, we, I, I mean, I, I like to think that we've been being honest with you. This is not a house of judgment. Mm. We will not. We will not endeavour to cast our judgment upon you. You know, if your if your investigations are proceeding slowly, I mean, it is a very a very odd thing that is happening. Very complex case. It exactly exactly. It is very strange, and so do not feel like you have to elaborate your findings mm. or pretend that there are, there are there is more going on than there is. You say that uh, due to the kind of man that uh, Truman. Yes. That um, you are not partic- You do not particularly feel at a loss. Not as such. So I'm curious as to why you've invited me here today, if not for, like, is is it the story in general that you are concerned with, or? I see. I I I see you have uh, cut right to the heart of the matter, and I and I could not respect that more of you. That is that is entirely true. So we we've brought you here to, in fact, ask you a favour. Right. We have a favour to ask. We know that investigations always draw unwanted attention. And we know that our dear departed uncle was a, a man of particular tastes. Mm. We are also aware of the damage that su- not such knowledge could do to our family. So in, indeed, we've, I have asked you here. Of course, it was all my, always my intention to meet you and, and, dare I say, become friends. But uh, I, I, I did have an alternate agenda, which was to, to ask you in the, in the kindest, most gentle terms, mm-hmm. if you would mind slowing your investigations until at least after the visit of his Imperial Highness. I see, in case he gets wind of in case, transgressions. Exactly, exactly. Ah, um, can I roll insight? Yes. 21. 21. So you get the sense from her that what she's asking you to do, she wants you to do, but the reason she's giving you for it isn't everything. You get the sense that there's, there's something else there. I appreciate why you would want to keep uh, this particular side of him uh, quiet. And understand that it is not my intention to investigate and expose. In fact, more than that, my, it's my intention to to keep it as quiet from. Well, that is good to hear. That is very possible. good to hear. So uh, please don't worry about us exposing him. Good. Yes, that that. Um, I also want to talk to uh, 
the young boy? So he, he looks up and goes, yes, my lady? Do you know anything? Do you have anything to say about your father? I'm unsure. Um, he drank too much. He did things that he probably shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a kind man, but nor, nor was he a mean man. He was a fool, if anything, I would say. Would you call your father a religious man? No, not a patron of any of the temples. Drinking was his religion. And again, so sorry about your dad. I appreciate he probably wasn't well. the best dad to you. <laughs> he, he could have been. No, but we cannot choose our parents, can we? No, that is... I don't we know it. Um, <laughs> and his mother reaches out to, to hold his hand, and he holds her hand as well. Oh, oh my heart stinks. <laughs> so, um, I will tell you a little bit about our investigation, just, just to keep you in the loop somewhat, since you have been kind enough to invite me here. I'm sure you know that there are a number of them, we've discussed that there are a number of them, so we've seen the bodies. Yes. And at, at the moment we're trying to, me and my, um, the friends I brought are helping me. I see, course, I see, your servants, yes. Who are yet to meet. Um, I call them friends uh, these days. And Aurelia says, that uh, again, that's most most kind of you, <laughs> most generous of you. I hope I hope they appreciate the, you know, the, the your generosity in that matter. So unfortunately the investigation, I guess, is going as slow as you might want. Um, we, of course, have discerned specific things about um, certain victims, but I wondered if you knew, if your um, uncle knew any of the other victims. Honestly, I don't know. Do you know who the other victims are? No. You don't at all? No. I think someone had a list of names at some point, but no, oh. no, none of them stood out. Okay, so we have obviously discerned that your uncle had his brain missing. Yes. We've seen the rest of the bodies that also had brains missing. Yes. So we, of course, we have established a connection between all of them, but we aren't quite sure what the connection is. I see. Sadly, or, or maybe not, considering. Faina says, well, of course, I, I would obviously like to know what happened, mm-hmm. the, the exact demise that befell my, my late husband, but we are in no rush for it to be discovered. And Aurelia says, you, you, <coughs> must, you must understand that, that we, we, have, we have face to keep. And we would be most grateful, most grateful, if you could aid us in this matter. Yes, I mean, we are nobles, so we exactly. have a, lo- a lot of secrets. It, uh, as you, yes, as you well know. You we, would be, we would be most grateful. Um, uh, you know, I would, I would like to think that, you know, in time that we, we may become friends and, um, and our, our families may prosper together. Will you be at the Monolith Ball? Um, when's the monolith ball? Um, it's in five days, I believe. Uh, so after uh, our imperial highness visit. Well, he will. He will be. At, he will be attending, of course. Oh, that's why. Oh. That's why he's visiting. I will, of course, be there. I'm well excited. As are we. It is. It is the the social event of the season. So I hope you appreciate my uh, lack of information at this present. Well, I'm. Uh, just because we are a, a lot of things that we have found, we are not quite sure what I, we I, be sharing. I understand completely, but I, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you understand our position. Of course. That we want things to progress slowly until at least until after His Grace's visit. Yes. It was good to meet you. I also just want to double check that we know everything about Truman Van Roth as as much as you can give us. I see. Because if we get an understanding of him, it might help us solve the case. Yes. And uh, Faina says, my late husband was fond of visiting irreputable places. He liked one in particular in the slips. I believe it's called the Wink and Tumble. Ah, yes, I walked past the Wink and Tumble. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry that you had to experience that. that yes. Was... <laughs> She's sweating a little. Bit. <laughs> She's terrible. <laughs> Just remembering. <laughs> it's tiring. It sounds even the memories are tiring. It indeed sounds like a like a awful, awful, immoral place. Let's transition into the servants' quarters. Okay, so in the servants' quarters, you are sat in the in the kitchen around a table eating. Just start stuffing her face. Yeah, that's fine. Um, a couple of a couple of them look at you like. All right. Sorry, it's been a long day. Fair enough. It's been a while since I've had to deal with this kind of uh, rich people crap. Oh uh, yeah, you get used to it. Uh, the pay's okay. Yeah. And they and you know the food's they, pretty decent. Oh, well, the food's all right. Yeah, we have good cooks. Who am I talking to specifically? Um, so this is um, one of the guards. Is uh, sat down with you. Is he cute? Uh, he, uh he's all right. He's <laughs> like sort of mid thirties. Looks like he's he probably fought in the war. Uh. Um. And he sat there and looks a bit looked a bit bored and so so uh where's your one from? Averin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't seen an Averin around here. Ah, oh, she's 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 pretty pretty well travelled. Alright. Yeah. And you and you both too? You follow her around? Yeah, I have been for uh just a few weeks now actually, but it's been pretty interesting. She's yeah. she's not too bad I guess. Yeah. I mean, oh well, that's, that's good. Like the 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 von Roths, you know, they, they, they are obviously up themselves, but they uh yeah. they're okay. Although uh, don't don't let the steward hear me saying that, alright? Because uh, <laughs> he won't like it. Mm, why not? Because he his job is to make us keep our respect for them. Ew. He's the steward of the house. Ass kissing. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah, is he a bit of a? Has he got a bit of a stick up his butt? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the type. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm I'm Van. This is Erdai. No, nice to meet you both. I'm Arnold. How long have you been been working for the the Von Roths? Well, I I, I started started doing some guard work not long after the war. They had a position going. Oh, right. uh, it's it's easy work and easy easy living really. I'm I mean we don't get much trouble, you know the watch the watch keep most of the most of the vagrants off the off the streets and the monolith. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get you know we occasionally get a couple of burglars slip in trying to trying to nick stuff, but we we uh, we usually catch them and put an end to it. So put an end to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm just like inside, but. Is that uh, that your panther out there? Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Didn't mean to. She's very she's very well trained. Well, that that's good to know. Where'd you, where'd you get a panther? How'd you get it to follow you around? Oh well, you know. Um, Treats. My second cousin got mauled by a panther. Oh. I mean, my my panther's different. It's not it's not it's not like the rest of the panthers. Like domesticated, like a yeah, like a yeah. house cat. Yeah. But with bigger claws. Yeah, it's just, it's just one of those, you know, exotic pets. You know, exotic pets. How do you afford it? Oh uh, well, I, I didn't. I, uh, it was, it was passed on to me from. Uh, she's all Afros. mashed naranga hippy dippy, you know. Oh right. Oh that one. Oh okay. Yeah. You're like a proper devotee. Yeah, deaf. Oh right. Well, that, that's good. So there's been uh, some pretty weird stuff going on for, yeah, for the right. Roths recently, right? right? With all the Uncle yeah, I mean, like, Truman so, stuff? Like, like, weird. Like, you know, like Truman was uh, not the most stand-up guy, but to, you know, find it, find him brainless in a river, no one wants to go like that. Yeah, no however one deserves he went. that. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I mean, how did the family react when they found out and stuff? Well, like, obviously his son was sad and his wife his widow was sad his now widow was sad but um honestly he was getting pushed further and further out of the family so do you reckon that probably just made it worse with all the stuff he was doing yeah. if he was getting shut out as well but you know everyone was sad about it 
and like they everyone bothered the herseg to basically try and find someone to blame right to like try and you know like go and bash some heads in to to get to the bottom of it quick, quick as they can it's weird though because all the all the people who've been found like that are from all different walks of life you know it's not like someone's out for the nobility it's not like someone's out uh, for but the regular folks honestly i wouldn't know i haven't been paying much attention to it yeah it's been like 12 of the people that have been found 12 yeah. fuck gods well well that's what i heard anyway who knows it's a it's a weird thing i mean like God knows what it is, right? You two and and your one, like looking looking into it, looking around. Yeah, Raven Scuff Nibri and a Raven Scuff Nibri. That must be a, hand, a fucking tongueful. And I don't even have a last name. You don't even have a oh no, Fakris, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's weird. Oh yeah, it's just gonna get weirder though with the with the His Imperial Highness coming to visit. Yeah, yeah. What what's going on there? Why is he coming to visit? Well. Well, you know, it's uh, it's coming up to the anniversary of the formation of the Empire, right? Oh, right, yeah. And so, you know, the, cracking a lot of the Hersegs aren't, weren't particularly happy that, you know, the Empress decided to form an Empire. God knows what hold she has over them, but... but there we, And so, you know, he's, uh, he's wandering around just as a show of force, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like the Von Roths, you know, Von... The Von Roths always hated him and always hated the the, the Empress. Why do they hate the Empress and stuff? Well, because they they you know they and the they and the Herseg had had a good deal going, right? Mm. They were it was like, like you know they had their own like private armies and like their own private other stuff and like so. And then the Empress comes along and says, "No, no, now it's all now everything's mine, and we're going to go fight a war against Hamishland." That's what happened. And anniversary's coming up. So to keep the, you know, keep the Herseg's in line and probably probably the nobility too, his Imperial Highness is uh, trooping about with an honor guard of stewarding. Yeah, honor guard of fucking knights. How many knights do you know? I've, I don't know. I've I've heard different things. Fifty, six hundred, God knows. But these lot don't want him here. They want to get rid of him. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> Whatever, whatever hold the Empress has on, on like you know, all the higher ups, then that's locked in, right? But that's not my place to say, not my place to think. I'm just a lowly guard, a lowly compound guard. Oh, you must hear some some weird stuff going on. It's kind of the perks <coughs> of being a servant, isn't it? <coughs> Glimpsing into the higher ups and the weird political games. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, I see. Is that a question? All right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. The Herseg probably isn't happy that the, his Imperial Highness is coming to visit. The Von Roths certainly aren't. Others might be. Like the... You know, like the Augustines like him. They did quite well out of the formation of the Empire. Oh, did they? Yeah. What did they get out of it? More land. They they, they were always supportive of the Empress, and so when she when she rose to power, she, uh, you know, absorbed some and handed it out to her friends. Was that the loss of the Von Roths? It was a loss of a lot of people, but, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting time, I think, when uh, when the prince arrives. And I guess, I guess, like they want you to be done with the whole brainless thing, like yeah. as soon as possible, right before Hopefully, he arrives. Yeah. Are there any other like, you know, black sheep in the von Roth family, or was it just? Well, uh... like, everyone's got skeletons, right, in their cupboards, right? I'm, I'm, I don't mean literally. We don't keep dead bodies around the house. No, I'm, I mean like, I'm I mean like figuratively. Of, I'm aware of. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a megaphor. I'm aware of those. Good, good. Oh, yeah, Fakris, yeah, education, good. 
don't suppose you've been down where the sludge is, because I'm hearing... No, why would I go there? Disgusting place. Disgust full it? of disgusting people. Well, where I'm from, we don't have this stuff. What is it? Delirium? A delirium. What? What yeah. is that? And it comes from the sludge or something, right? Oh, yeah. It's like this, uh, this, this drug that you take, and it makes you feel, like, really fuzzy and bubbly. And, um... When you take it, you start seeing things that, you know, look... I don't know if they're really there or not. I've only had it the once. don't know if they're really there, but when I took it, it looked like the the walls of the room I was in started folding in on themselves and then, like, folded in on themselves and then folded out again and then folded in again. And I saw, a, saw like, a, a vision of my dead mother and um, she scolded me for being a guard. And uh, yeah, so yeah, you uh, you get it from you get it from these creatures that live on the coast, live on the lake coast, these what? crustaceans. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. How did you get yourselves get your hands on some of that then? Well, I, honestly, I stole I stole a bit. I stole a bit from the you know from them. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, they've got enough to go around. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's, so it's expen- expensive stuff. So. So yeah, but I'm sure, like, I mean, like, if you're if you're interested, I mean, I can't sell any, but um, I can. I'm sure that there's someone, someone in the city that we'll be able to buy some from. Because it's not illegal, it's not legal. It's sort of in a funny grey area. Whereas you know, as long as as long as the people that are taking it are of the right lineage, then no one pays them too much mind. As long as they're not out in the streets, you know. So you know this, these crustacean things? Yeah. That's a bit weird. Never, <laughs> never, I've never come across that before. What, crustaceans? They're like uh, little sea creatures <laughs> with a hard shell. Um, and they've got like funny little legs. And they, they sort of scuttle around. Like underwater mostly, they breathe water. But some like they, they like living in like sort of sand and silt and stuff and so a lot a lot of them live in the sludge because it's the same same sort of thing i think they they go up to the sludge to breed because it's the perfect breeding ground for them is that why they have like this weird element to them because they're in all that weird oh you know what i don't know i i don't know gloop i don't know i just i i've just always known these things as poisonous but apparently you can uh, break the spines off and extract extract some goo from them and then somehow turn it into delirium. I'm not an alchemist, so I don't know how to do it. Have you so did you say you've ever travelled down to the uh the sludge? The sludge no. No. Why, 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 would, why would I go there? Well get yourself your hands on some of that. Oh, God no. God no. I, I don't want to go anywhere near that thing. I, when I was young when I was young my brother who was like who was a few years older than me got stung by one of them. He was a man but at this point I was like, you know, fourteen or so. And like he he was seizing for two days. Two days he was seizing. I don't want to go anywhere near the things. It's pretty bad. It was bad, yeah. It was bad. But, you know, they sent, you know, the the higher-ups send, you know, poor kids down to fetch him for him. Dreadful, isn't it? Dreadful. Let's just get more drunk. I can't get too drunk. I don't want to be drunk at my post again. (laughs) Again? Again. Well, of course, again, you know. Probably shouldn't, especially when we've got guests. Or guests, I guess. (laughs) Do you know much about what's, (laughs) what's going on up there in the fancy... Place. Uh, not really. I know they want to talk to you on about, you know, your what 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 you've been doing. Don't know yeah. what, don't know what about really. Seems there's a lot of secrets and some going around. I don't know backstabbery and skullduggery. Yeah. Some and dodgy politics going on. Oh yeah, well you know there's always dodgy politics. All the other people here seem kind of. Dull, don't yeah, they? like most of them have been doing this their whole lives and they get set into a routine. 
I was a soldier. I like chatting to people. Keeps me keeps you from going mad when you see bad things, right? True, man. True. What do you mean by seeing bad things? Ever been a soldier? No. Camaraderie's good. War is bad. <laughs> yeah. War is bad. Especially, oh man, seeing those Arnak break into cities and just go smashing folks without without a care in the world. That's a, a horrifying sight. Sounds pretty bad. They're big enough to pick people up and throw them. Throw them for tens of feet. How much would Ven know about the war and about... Roll a history check. Uh, 16. Okay, so you know that the war was um, uh, instituted not long after the Empress the Empress came to power. Um, she enlisted the help of uh, like the Koyuk tribes and the Arnak to go to war with Hamishland, which is to the south of Vals. Probably mostly as like a land grab, but also as a way of keeping lots of lots of like armed forces away from Vals while she consolidated her own power. So the war ended probably about five years ago. So there's been lots of people returning since then. It sort of ground to a bit of a stalemate after a while, uh, into like a war of attrition. Eventually, a peace treaty was reached whereby Hamishland would pay tribute to the Empress, um, and giants wouldn't kill all of their people. Yeah. So, so Arnold was technically on the side of the Arnak. Yeah. I just thank the gods that I wasn't fighting against them. You know, terrifying. They seem like such like peaceful folk. Like hearing them talk to each other, but they're so enormous. They can do terrible, terrible things. Sometimes, some more time passes, and then Aurelia says to Anastasia, well, thank you so much for your visit. We've, we've, it's been wonderful having your company. We're most pleased that you could come and join us. Thank you for having me and my friends. It's been an absolute delight. Oh, your friends. Oh, you're so kind to them. <laughs> Good and night. Good evening, madame. Yeah. Good night. Stay safe, all of you.